Welcome to Computers and Internet, sponsored by BLH Computers in Springfield, Taylorville, and Jacksonville. Call in now at 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. Computers and Internet with BLH Computers is on the air. Depend on News Talk 94.7 FM and 970 AM WMAY. It is Computers Internet, BLH Computers at News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. 217-629-7970. The phone number gets you on the air with the expertise of Bowl today. Good morning. Brian uh, out doing other things, so it's Bowl and Bowl alone, but he'll uh, he'll be able to answer everything you want to know about computers, or we can at least try and figure it out. Yeah. We were just talking about the video games that they were showing and how their computers were lagging and locking up trying to show them off. Yes, the big PAX East <laughs> conference, uh, uh, putting out a bunch of video games, and, and my favorite uh, from a company called Gearbox, Borderlands 3. But, uh, yeah, as they go to play the video, it plays about 10 seconds and locks up. They reset it, try it again, and then it gets the same <laughs> spot, does it again. So they, they worked around it and, and still was able to show it off, but it was funny. Even the big tech companies that do stuff like that have, have problems, disasters. Yeah. and. Anytime I see something like that, just an electronic screen that like lags or locks up, I'm always waiting for like the rickroll of the electronic device. The Windows 10 is updating your computer. Yes. We have to restart right now. Or as Brian always references to is, is uh, back when they put out one of the versions of Windows and Bill Gates standing up there and it blue screens right in yeah. front of him. <laughs> Ta-da! He just looks at his tech department and is like, fired. Yep. Everyone. They're actually buried in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> 217-629-7970. And, and you had brought up something on the off the air that uh, I was going to cover as well, is when, when you buy a computer, no matter where you buy it from, if you get it from BOH, you know you get their, their guarantee. They can bring it to you guys' bowl and say, hey, I got a virus. I'm having this problem, whatever. If it's, if it's bought there, it doesn't cost them anything. Right. If it's not bought there, they can still bring it to you. You guys will look at it and, and charge appropriately, do whatever. However, uh, Office Depot will now be uh, writing a $35 million check for basically telling yep. people they have malware uh, bites and or have malware and viruses, which they never had. On brand new computers. Like, when they, they would... Uh, Charge consumers paid up to three hundred dollars for the unnecessary services, and they they used a company support dot com was this the back end of their their stuff, and this is going back a long ways between two thousand and nine and twenty sixteen. They offered, and I remember seeing these advertised on TV, and, yeah. and occasionally if I didn't go to Office Depot or Office Max often, but would stop in and you'd see this get a free PC health check, and they'd install the software on your computer. And then they were the the people were asked, "Hey, is is it slow? Is it doing this?" And if they said yes, they would do it. And it's even funny. One of the uh, TV stations out in Seattle took computers in that they knew were brand new, had never even been on the internet, yep. and they were found to have malware viruses have and have viruses, and uh, they they uh, would would charge him for it. So yeah. So now the Federal Trade Commission, after a lot of uh, investigating. Uh, said, oh, nope, you're going to uh, pay some money. Yeah, you've been lying to a lot of people. And That's just ridiculous. If you don't know exactly what an antivirus program does, if it tells you you've got viruses, you know, you're going to believe that it, you have viruses. Sure. And then now you've got to resolve that issue. And and when you would fill out the little questionnaire at their at their store 
or online, you, any of the boxes that you answered yes for would automatically kick off this fake malware report. Yeah. So, uh, again, and, and I'm not knocking big box stores that do that or other computer shops that, that do this kind of diagnostics, but make sure you're, that they're on the up and up about it because sometimes it may be, oh, so we, we'll do it so we can sell them this, and, and Office Depot and Office mm-hmm. Max got caught. Just trying to make more money. But it's – and if you're unsure – Go ask somebody else yeah. or, or get it like a, like seeing a real or real doctor. If you're unsure, get a second opinion. Yep. You can bring it to us. I'll hook your computer up, take a look at it. And just You can't always tell if there's viruses just by taking a look at somebody's computer, but I can at least have a pretty good idea on whether or not you've got some kind of sure. infection. If you bring it in and say, oh, this thing's really slow, and you look at it, it's got a really old processor and not a lot of RAM, that's probably more yeah. the issue than, oh, my God, it's full of viruses. But if you bought it three months ago— and you're seeing pop-ups and weird things are going on, and you, and you get weird met, no, met, uh, notifications in the bottom corner. That's probably could well could lean toward an infection. Yeah. I mean, it could be a lot of things, but yeah, it's use use your head. And, and if people are are trying to push things or really trying to sell you on something, take a step back and and go talk to somebody else. But uh, they it said in some cases even employees themselves were checking the boxes just to make sure that they they could charge the people for oh uh, for this thing. So um, Office Depot even disregarded complaints that kept coming up for years and continued to use the software. And now that's um, why they're writing like a thirty five million dollar check. Yes, even employees reported it back to Office Max corporate saying, "Hey, I can't lie to customers." And Office Max. So, eh, we don't care. Been nice working with so, you. So, yeah, funny how all that documentation comes out, too, that even employees are saying, uh, no, this isn't right, and they did it anyway. So, always interesting. 217-629-7970. How's things been in the shop? Things have been going good. Our lab's been pretty busy this week, I think, because it's spring. People are wanting mm-hmm. to do their spring cleaning, which includes computers, which is great. Yeah, I, sure. I recommend it, especially if you haven't, like, physically cleaned your machine out in a while. Just blow it out with like a leaf blower or one of those little cans of air or something Funny like that. Funny how much stuff gets up inside there. Yeah. Well, it's like a little little vacuum yes. basically. It just sucks all the dust in your room right into that fan and the next thing you know, it's it can't move cuz it's clogged. And I, and I've seen you can buy them aftermarket where it's like an air filter that goes over where the the fans pull the air in and that, but it's still the the case isn't a sealed case. I right. mean, you're getting dust in everywhere, and I, and I pull ones from around my office all the time. And the amount of dust in around the the CPU fans, and then you hear grinding noises and all that. And just sometimes by blowing all that dust out of there, then it's perfectly fine again. Yep. So yeah, some of the the spring cleaning, and if you're again unsure about opening your case and. To clarify, by opening the case on your computer does not void the warranty. No. Uh-uh. It's it's illegal for any company to tell you that, by yeah. the way. As many of the ones that used to put the sticker on, void if broken, uh, was actually illegal. Yeah. Those uh, stickers the, are not legal anymore. Yes, yeah. Per the federal government, that is yep. not legal. Not just two guys in the radio telling you that. This was the whole right to repair thing yes. that we were talking about for a while. And continue yeah. to talk about. Yeah, still an issue, but... But it's, it's funny how much that makes a difference because computers are hot inside there. And if you have fans that don't work well, it can cause slowdowns. Yep. It can cause meltdowns, for lack of a better word. If the fans quit, you can really overheat your processor and it'll shut the computer down. Yep. So there's a lot of things to uh, to do with that. 217-629-7970. And I'm assuming you're building and testing a lot of computers still oh, yeah. to put out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
trying to keep up on the amount that we've been selling recently. Mm -hmm. If you've come in in the last week, our friend's looking a little low, and that's after I put a whole bunch up there. And then Saturday and Monday, we sell them all. Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm like, ah, I got to do it again. Here uh, a month from now or sooner, actually, I guess a little past a month from now, you'll have people starting to graduate from high school and college. Yep. You want to get them set up for uh, a computer to take off to college? Start looking at, at BOH, talking to them, yep. saying, hey, this is what they're going to be studying. What do they need? Because uh, in my line of work, I see brand-new college students come in carrying really expensive computers, and then they either tear them up, they don't understand quite how they work, and they way either, I will say two-way, either way overspent yeah. or way underspent. And that's usually what we see is they way overspend. You don't need a ton of processing power or storage You don't space. need an i9 to do nope. Word uh, Word stuff and some web, because a lot of university-related stuff is web-based. Yep. You don't need huge processing power or, or things for that. But I also do see a lot of people that go to, again, the big box stores, things like that, and say, oh, there's the special in the, news, in the, in the paper online today. I'm going to buy it. And it's an i3 with four gigs of RAM <laughs> and, an old, and a spin drive. and, and Frustrating then, is what I hear, uh, just frustrating. Exactly. And they bring it because we'll, we help the, the students with their computers when they need software installed or stuff that they're, that they're given uh, while they're there. But they're like, well, it's so slow. And, it's, I'm like, and I explain to them why it's like that. And, and I hate telling people, oh, I just got this. I'm like, well, yes. It doesn't mean it's brand new, though, yes, unfortunately. The, the, the chips and the processors inside are several years old. Yes. And I explain even on our departments that go buy stuff on their own, and they drop a computer on my desk. Yeah, I need to set up. And I look at it, and it is Windows 10 Home, and it's this, that. And I'm like, let me explain why that's a bad idea. Yeah. And I've had people return them and buy something else. But I'm up front and explain it. I was like, well, you suck. I, I mean, I understand different people's financial situations, but that computer may not last you four years yeah. of school. It might be, you might be, what is it called, a money pit when you buy a house that's yeah. just, uh, <laughs> you're just sinking money into. So a computer could be the yep. same thing if it's just slow and doesn't do what you want. I mean, and and I know you guys sell a lot more computers with solid state drives in them now and, and more RAM. And that's, that's where everything is going is the spin drives are starting to phase out, but they're still cheap. Yeah. So that's why you see a lot of them in there, and, and a lot of people don't know the difference. You mentioned colleges, too. We have a lot of people that right. buy our computers for colleges, and uh, we will support it. Like we, I know one person in particular lives in Florida and goes to school in Florida, and if they ever have issues with their computer, they mail it to us. So pay for shipping to us, pay for shipping back. Our guarantee holds. We don't charge for labor or parts in stock. It is Computers Internet, BOH Computers at News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY 217 You did not just shut your computer down. No. <laughs> this is, uh, I, I love finding uh, some different, uh, the, as we know, the, the different Windows music, all done with just, uh, and this is Windows 95 and 98 sounds. 217-629-7970 is Computers Internet, BOH Computers. We can uh, take calls on any tech-related questions, problems, whatever. Uh, we we always seem to pick on different uh, phone companies about their, especially now with their whole five G, not five G thing. Yeah, like you can't go to AT and T or use AT and T in Jacksonville. And yes, that too. <sighs> um, the uh, and we we talked about the the lawsuits and the stuff saying AT and T saying this this. 
New speed is just like 5G, and it's totally false and misleading. Yeah. Well, now Verizon got caught up in that with some of their uh, new 5G commercials coming up that says Verizon is first to 5G, and it launched America's only 5G wireless network and and uh, ultra-wideband. Basically, their AT&T is now suing Verizon, saying, hey, you're, you guys are full of crap, so... It's going to continue to be a big fight yeah. back and forth between the the cell phone companies on that, but don't. And we're the ones who pay for it in right. the long run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't run out because there's only a few phones that are even supporting 5G right now anyway. And like I say, Verizon came out and said, if you want 5G, once you get a phone, it's going to cost you ten bucks more. Uh, I I don't find at least with with what I do when I'm not on a wireless connection to need that at this point and eventually it will just transition to that and you shouldn't be having to pay anymore yeah exactly everything will just be standard 5g and you won't have to if you if you're somebody who wants the latest and greatest i need the absolute brand new right now today then i mean that's a problem yeah uh we also like ripping on facebook because they continue to get caught in lies and other things uh Hundreds of hundreds of millions of Facebook users and their passwords were just on a plain text file on the data server for the company. Which, yeah, they were they had been saying everything was encrypted so that like you could see the file, but it's gibberish because it's all scrambled due to their encryption and you need to unencrypt it in order to see it. But this is just right there. You double click on the file. Hey, Jim, something with password one, two, three, four. Yes. And and the vice president of engineering says it was not open to the outside world and we they found no evidence that anyone internally abused or accessed them that's not the point yeah it's, the point is secure our stuff yeah it was there it was available for somebody like just so just in case maybe go change your facebook password yeah. or just get rid of facebook at this point the uh an, another uh, target of of our show on a regular basis the fcc yep. uh their their lack of Standards, rules, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, they find since 2015, so three or three and a half years, not even three and a half quite, find robocallers $208 million. Yeah. They've collected $6,790. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we could balance our budget just on, on the fines that the FCC needs to collect there. Yeah. But yeah, they uh, they just haven't. They the FCC say they lack authority, which is not correct. But uh, they, I just don't think they want to do it. Yeah, I just don't think they have the gumption to stop it. I mean, they could very easily stop it if they made it so that your caller ID showed the source number yes. instead of any number you want. But they're not enforcing anything like that. If they just made it. You had to legally show the source number. It would stop all of this. You would know exactly who's calling you from what location. But that's not the way it is. No, never, ever. Uh, I will say, though, and, and of course, Bash Verizon many, uh, a minute ago, but now taking them the positive, they're now what used to be a $3 a month line option for call, or call blocking. Now they're making it free. No. Finally. Because I think everybody else actually already is. Yeah. So Verizon's like, ah, we better too, I guess. But the, it will, will help with that call blocking. Uh, call filter will uh, be a spam detection, spam filter, and the ability to report numbers. Alert will be given when the incoming call is likely spam. And then Verizon will let you determine level of risk to help the network block calls uh, for you automatically, sending them straight to voicemail. 
And I will say, I and and I, I think it has to do with Samsung more than than Verizon, because mine's a non non attached to any of the the companies. But when I get spam calls, my caller ID pops up and says suspected spam, uh, and of course I don't answer those. But I, I, and I don't know how it works exactly or why, but uh, happened to be in the studio one night this week working, and got a call and I I never answer them but it said just came up restricted nothing else no other information actually answered it and it was a legit uh call for a um a callback to possibly be on a, a game show oh well that's cool but you've got that's lame yeah you, right. you would have no idea if you didn't just you know randomly answer that call because had they yeah i mean had i have not answered would they have left the message probably yep. not and I don't answer every call that calls my cell phone either. I'll wait for – if it's a number I recognize, I'll answer it. But if not, then I'll just have them leave me a voicemail. And these robocalls, they change the number every single time. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to you know, say this number is spam when it could very well be an actual working number that they just made look like a spam number. Yeah, uh, and we've heard complaints and, and taking calls on this show where somebody called them and said, yeah, I heard they used my – or I started getting calls back from people saying, why are you – trying to spam me and it's and it's not them at all they they are just using your cell phone number uh i've had my own cell phone number call me before like (laughs) what what is this wait i'm not calling myself what's up with this (laughs) that was the weirdest thing have my own phone number call me Uh, and i wish i really wish brian was here because we we talk apple a lot and and brian's is a big fan of apple and, yeah. and gets to try a lot of their stuff except when one of his his ear pods isn't charged yes <laughs> um and i've hyped how much i love it on my phone with the wireless charging and and the new samsung s10 where you can actually charge other devices from that device and now apple's canceled their air power wireless charger because they can't meet the high standards uh, <laughs> apple seems to be doing that more and more like the apple home uh, yep. and some other things so uh they may be having more difficulty it is computers internet blh computers take a quick break for news weather come back take your calls 217-629-7970 Welcome to Computers and Internet, sponsored by BLH Computers in Springfield, Taylorville, and Jacksonville. Call in now at 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. Computers and Internet with BLH Computers is on the air. Depend on News Talk 94.7 FM and 970 AM WMAY. 217-629-7970. The phone number. Bowl in from BOH today, taking all your calls. Questions on anything tech-related. You want to buy something. You're uh, having issues with a computer, a cell phone, whatever. Yeah, check it out. He can he can help you fix it. At least take a look at it. I mean, I can't guarantee I'll fix it, but I'll definitely try. We, at least make, make that attempt. Hi, you're <laughs> on with Computers Internet, BOH Computers. Good morning. How are you doing? Great. How are you doing? Good. I just had an idea. It may not work, but I think they have the technology to do it on uh, commercial robocalls. Maybe fight fire with fire. Whenever you receive a call, you get a $1 credit on your phone bill, and the caller has to pay for the fee 
uh, from whatever carrier they're using when they set it up. Maybe legislation would be put in place. Then when you, when you get 10 or 15 robocalls a day, you're getting 15 bucks off your bill. You're getting paid for it, yeah. I like that yeah. idea. <laughs> I do know, uh, the the uh, thank you for the phone call, the, the system that Brian uses, I know, or that app uh, has responses, so it plays with the yeah. people too, and you can listen. I do love that. Up one to a like lot. thirty minutes or something like yeah. that, you can keep them on the phone, just annoying I, them. I want to see the ones that that end up lasting that yeah. long. That sounds like a great idea. It just it all comes back to the phone companies. It's, yep. It's all on if the phone companies want to implement something like that, great. But why not just implement the whole make the phone number show what number is calling. Instead, that would prevent all of this because then you yep. wouldn't have to charge the original phone caller a dollar per phone call because the robocalls would just stop at that point. It's a Nigerian prince calling me. Let me answer the phone. Actually, it's Dave from two blocks over calling me yes. trying to get me to buy iTunes gift cards. Yes, those stupid iTunes <laughs> gift cards. We actually are implementing a new uh, part of our email this week at, at work because we we have seen a new one. That's uh, a, a different take on an email form of trying to get the, the iTunes gift cards or the Google Play ones. You get an email from your boss that says, hey, I'm in a meeting. I need you to do me a favor. And that's all the email says. You then reply back and it says, hey, I'm in this meeting. I need you to go get me this this these gift cards for whatever. Uh, and then uh, take a picture of the scratch off, take a picture back and email them to me. But when you look at the email close, well, maybe it's your boss's or your coworker's name in the email, the email address itself is something totally different. Could be slightly different, yeah. yeah. We've seen a bunch of those come through our system, and it's hard to catch some of those. So now we have a banner that shows up on our email starting this week that says, this did not originate here. That's awesome. That's a really to, good idea. To catch that. It's part of Microsoft Exchange's setup. Hi, you're on News Talk on uh, Computers Internet, BOH Computers. <laughs> yeah, good morning. Morning. Hey, uh, I got a question, and... It's kind of a double point question, whatever. In the last year or so, I have added some Wi-Fi cameras around the house, and I've also added some of them Wi-Fi, uh, turn your lamps and all that kind of stuff on and off. The question is, do I need to have a more powerful router, or do I need to have a more powerful modem, or do I need to have both? I mean... Um, Probably if you if you if everything's being run on the Wi-Fi, I would want to have the strongest Wi-Fi router available. Or I guess real quick question: Are all the devices working okay? They are, but sometimes they're. Yeah, you know, you gotta. I can't say wait, but it's not as responsive as other times. That, that's I guess. Yeah. How um, how old is which, your router? Which, uh, well, now the router's got a little age to it. It's probably five or six years old. Uh, here, here's one other important part. All this stuff runs on 2.4. It won't run on the 4 or 5 or whatever it is. Um, so that that's also another issue. I think all these newer routers or whatever, they all run on 5, don't they? Yeah, they, they like, I will say I have a, the brand-new one I bought at Thanksgiving time. There's two channels. One's yeah. a 2.4. And the other one is five. Uh, even so, even the new routers they split the bands up because there's all kind of devices that only work on 2.4. The if I'm trying to remember this right, the 2.5 is a stronger signal, but or sorry, the five. But I think the 2.4 may actually carry a little bit farther. 
If I remember correctly. Say ours was ours auto sets to the five. And then if you reach certain points of the house, we'll go to the 2.4. And then if you go back to the rest of the house, we'll go back to the five. So ours is set to yeah, automatically you know, go to channel five. Yeah. You know, I know that's, uh, I know that's how some of these routers work. Well, let me ask you this. Does the modem have anything to do with it? Not, uh, Yes and no. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I was trying to find the best way to word that, and it, it all depends. Internally, if it's just feeding back to your router and not going over the internet, the, then you can take the modem out of the equation. Like if you're, say, you're sitting at your desktop and you're looking at a, a wireless webcam that you have hooked up, that's connected back just to the wireless, so your computer is directly connected to it. If you're traveling and you're looking at your cameras. Then, then it's going out through the through the uh, the cable modem or the the internet modem, whatever you have. I'm betting if your router is five to six years old, you're probably due for an upgrade. Yeah, that's like a lifetime in electronics. Yeah, I, I know it is. Now, here's another little twist in here. Uh, I elected not to. I'm on a com, I'm a Comcast user. I elected not to use their rent me every month for whatever modem, so I bought my own. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. Okay, all right. That, that answers that and question. Do you know there. if it's a, a dot, what DOCSIS level it is? I'm assuming it's either a 3 or a 3.1 because I think Comcast doesn't let you use anything under that anymore. Do you happen to know? I don't know what you mean by that. It's uh, it's a standard, a, a router standard for, or a cable modem standard, I guess. Uh, but I know. Yeah, it says, uh, it says it's a Zoom modem 3.0. Okay, yeah, then you're fine there. Uh, most likely, if, if you're seeing drags, things like that, yeah, your your router's probably aged out to the point. Uh, and, and do some research because there's ones that are designed to handle a lot more of those smart devices, the cameras, the the things that control the lights, all that. There's there's all kinds of them out there. And I know Bull would, if you're looking during a week, call into BOH. They can, uh, they can help you out with it. Yep. Uh, all right, well. And I'm not I'm not asking you to endorse one brand over the other, but there's a brand that I've heard several times called Nighthawk or Hawk Knight or something like that. Uh, yep. Uh, is that a uh, is that a better or is that just the same as everybody else's? Bull, I'll let, give your opinion first if you know anything about them. <laughs> uh, not really. I mean, I I've heard of them, but I don't know whether or not they're better than That's, other name brands. I will say, and, and Brian talks this way, is if we use the product or we have it, then we'll we'll talk it more. That's I do have a Nighthawk. I'm not sure what the model is now at home, but I, I put it in uh, right at Thanksgiving time and really like it. It's easy to manage. There's an app you can download to help manage it. So I can go in and when my kids are causing trouble, I can go in and shut their phones off from the wireless. <laughs> and very user-friendly uh, app on the phone and was very easy to set up. Uh, I think mine has three antennas and it's multi-channel, so handles the all the traffic because we do a lot of streaming as well. Handles all that traffic very well. Okay, let me keep going. One more question here. Sure. Go I bought a, uh, a I bought an extender because I really couldn't get very far away from the from the modem or yeah from the router. Um, now it seemed to help a little bit, but it is really weak, man. I mean. Are, are they worth looking into for bigger, better? Um, I again, and I don't know if Bull, if you use repeaters at your house or, or boosters no. at all. I've I have a half acre property that my house sits on. I have a separate. My man cave garage is in the back corner. I put a, uh, a wireless booster out there that links back to my Nighthawk, and now my entire yard has internet. 
Uh, again, Man, that, that, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, that, I, that is exactly what I'm looking for. Again, most likely with your router being that age, it's just not putting the signal out far yeah. enough for that repeater to pick it up very well. Yep. All right. Well, let me keep going. One more question. How much? How many things can you add to a router before it's just, you know, I mean, like these these plugs, they make it really handy along with Alexa and all that different stuff. It makes things really handy to turn on the lights and TVs and radios and, you know, everything you can think of that's electric. How much will a, a router handle, or is there a limit at all? That's, Depends on the device. Yeah, I, most decent ones I would think would handle quite a bit. I couldn't, I couldn't guess an actual number. I mean, talking if Brian was here, I mean, the amount of smart devices he has set up at his house uh, seems to be quite a bit. I've not ever seen anybody come out and say, "Well, I could only set up five smart things," or whatever. I mean, it, most most routers are designed to handle a decent amount of traffic, yeah. and as more and more people in their house have uh, phones, computers, tablets. Roku devices, smart TVs, the number just keeps growing. So most of the most of the routers nowadays are going to be able to handle a good amount. If you're slamming it with a ton of traffic all the time, you might see some issues. But with thinking the smart devices like the Alexa, the Google, the the smart uh, lamp dev- uh, for lights and all that, you're not other than them talking to the wireless. There's not a lot of traffic going back and forth on them until you ask it to do to something. To use it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, in the world of routers, you know, routers are anywhere from twenty bucks to to three hundred bucks. Yeah, it, it just—I mean, maybe you can answer, maybe you can't. But one hundred fifty dollars would that buy you a good, powerful router? I will say yes, because the one I got on sale with the Nighthawk was, uh, I believe, was a hundred on Black Friday, somewhere somewhere right in there. So I I, I think at that cost, you're right in the middle of. Super top end because the top end ones seem to be more for gaming, or the middle ones yes. or businesses. Yeah. yeah, and then the middle ones are kind of the the general household use. Like the lower, high end ones. Yeah. yeah, the lower end ones, I've never been a fan of because the signals and stuff just don't seem to carry near as far. All right. Well, I got more questions, but I hate this, and I want to thank you guys. <laughs> you you helped me out. You helped me out, so I'm gonna let somebody else talk to you. But thank you, and you guys have a good one, man. Thank you uh, very much. Hopefully, we helped you. We'll and be here all day. Yes. Answer questions. Well, not at, all day, at least but. another uh, 15 more minutes, <laughs> yeah. and then you got to go to the shop, and you can answer them there today That's too. Right. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. Hi, you're on with Computers Internet, Boh Computers. Yeah, a couple serious questions and then an observation oh, on Facebook. Oh, great. Serious questions. <laughs> when is support ending for Windows 7? Online I saw December 2020, but last week I thought you guys said it was an earlier date. Uh, than that. January 14th of 2020. That, is that when it ends or is that when the notifications go no, out? No, that's when the support actually ends because I have to transition oh, April 700 of, computers by then. It's like April of 19 is when they start doing yes. the NAG notifications. Yes. Yeah. Well, because I've got a Windows 7 laptop from you guys, and it does what I need. I'm not a gamer. And when Windows 10 updates first came out, it said, please update your machine. And I went through the process, and they said, oops, your machine won't handle Windows 10. So when that ends... It looks like it's a paperweight, or I'm going to play solitaire on it. Well, I mean, you can still use it. It's The biggest thing is you won't get any updates for it, any programs that come out. so you don't want to do your banking on it. Yeah, definitely yeah. not. I would not use it for the internet. If you do, just be extra careful. But yeah, just I wouldn't use it for the internet or anything along those or lines. Or the other side of it is you said you bought it at BLH? Trade it right. in. Come trade it in and, yep. and use that credit right. toward a new one. Um, 
I have a machine, another a desktop I got from you guys. It upgraded to Windows 10, but it doesn't have uh, Wi-Fi. I have a USB stick that does the Wi-Fi. When I upgraded from Windows 7 to Windows 10, it quit working, and the Windows 10 machine won't even recognize this stick when I plug it in. Um, is it cheaper to bring it in, see if you guys can upgrade it? Because my memory is a thing only costs like 35 bucks. Yeah, I can check it out. It could just need a driver or some software. Um, if it's too old and they didn't, uh, you know, they didn't make a version of it for Windows 10, then you just have to replace right. it. Uh, yeah, just bring it in, and I'll hook it up and find out what's going on. And on Facebook, I have to speak up in defense of Facebook. They followed the uh, United States military's method of um, the passwords weren't actually plain text. They were all stored in WordPro and WordStar and Multimate. God, what the heck are they doing with those old programs? <laughs> That's the point. Doesn't Aren't our nuclear codes on 8-inch disk? Probably. Probably well, yeah. just like all the aircraft carriers are still run on Windows 98 yep. or 95. Right, but. But the whole point is there's, there's nobody out there that can read an 80-inch disk, so the Air Force thinks the nuclear codes are safe. I mean, you're not wrong. Until <laughs> their readers die, and then we're all in trouble. And then nobody can read it. So anyway, Zuckerberg still has a copy of WordStar and WordPro somewhere, and he still uses <laughs> it for passwords. Uh, not not surprising. And, and thank you very much for the phone call. Funny enough, years' worth of his posts all disappeared from uh, Facebook this week. Uh-oh. And the, the company said they were mistakenly deleted, so they're— <laughs> Now trying to uh, to recover. Uh, I don't recover think anything those. from Facebook is deleted. Yes, uh, <laughs> he's just stored somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Or he decided, you know, I might run for something or do something important, and I don't want my <laughs> yeah. stuff out there. Who knows? Ew. It is computers, internet, BOH computers at News Talk ninety four point seven and nine seventy WMAY. Take. It is computers, internet, BOH computers, News Talk ninety four point seven and nine seventy WMAY two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. Had a lot of good conversations, and uh, say so even the gentleman with all the questions about uh, his wireless network and that. It it's it takes a little bit to answer all that because there's we don't know exactly how his his house is laid out or how things are, but when you get into I want to say outdated technology, but you get into older. Older routers, older cable modems, things like that. Those kind of things, after a while, have to be replaced. I know yeah. I, my older cable modem, I actually got a notification from my cable company saying, hey, we see this one because we have to register it with the cable company because uh, I don't rent them either. This one's too old. At this date, it's no longer going to work. You're going to need to purchase a new one. Great. Went out. Much Even just by doing that, notice the internet was a little bit quicker. Same thing with my router. My router was pushing probably four, four and a half years old when I replaced it in the fall, and night and day difference. Yep. Uh, be able to manage. We have four people in the house that all stream at once, and that traffic now gets managed better through that router because every device is wireless doing the doing the streaming. I mean, even if it's uh, even if your router physically works, it could be a security issue. It yes. could be just old enough that it doesn't get this security update to stop, you know, people from driving by and just hacking into your mm-hmm. router real quick. Or so it might be just recommended to replace it even if it is working fine. Just update it yeah. or make sure it they it's got the, the security. Look and see if the companies go on the website, type in the model and see if they're still putting out um uh up, either up security updates, things like that for it, update the firmware, those kind of things. I know with mentioned the Nighthawk again is every time I sign into it, it tells me last time it checked for firmware. If it needs – I think I set it so it will automatically update, which isn't always the best idea. No. <laughs> but in a device that I don't get directly into often, if it goes down, then I can realize that and address it. But I'd rather it 
be updating automatically on a device that I'm not always on. Plus, they're not making like the experimental changes that no. like operating systems that are Microsoft making. does yeah. weekly. Yes, we're gonna introduce like I don't know 3D viewer or something, and 10% of the computers out there are gonna crash because yep. of it. I don't need that on my router, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, th- that is that is the hub of your entire connection. And, yep. and I know I think it was last week or the week before we got a question, and Brian talked about it. Is if you have signaling issues, look where your router is. The thing yep. used to be is wherever your desktop computer was, the cable modem and the router sat right there. Well, if it was in your basement, it doesn't reach near as far as if it's sitting on your main floor if you have a multi-level house. If you're if on the third floor with your cell phone. Yes. Uh, if it's tucked back into a corner, sitting down low, it, it, it's it's radio waves. So it's, yep. it's certain ways that need to be done. And, and like with mine, I have three antennas that can be pointed in different directions. So I have one pointing more toward my repeater. So I know, and it's actually kind of a line of sight through a window and other things, but I make sure that I can keep everything running and maintained well uh, across it all. So those are, it's things that you don't always think about when you're setting up your network is where's the, where's the router, uh, the, the wireless router and that going to sit? Where am I going to spend a lot of my time at? Like yep. if you sit in bed just playing on your phone, but your router's in the living room and there's six walls between you and it, you could have very weak signal. Yep. Just and the, the uh, you may, be, may read online about mesh networks. That's becoming the new popular thing where you have the main router and then there's all these hubs you put around that, that link up and, talk to and, each other yep, and, and wire the whole house. And it's you don't see dead spots really anywhere. And you can do it in multi-level houses, whatever. But those are more expensive. You're looking at the, the decent ones are three to $500. Yeah. But a lot, a lot of different things to, uh, to think about. 217-629-7970. And we're every day. All of us are adding new wireless devices into our networks. Wireless doorbells, the wireless cameras, the vacuums. The, the TV can hook up yeah. wirelessly. Your uh, PlayStation. All, mm-hmm. yep. Other than my printer, I think. The is Roomba. The, yes. And a mop. Uh, yep. <laughs> the, I think the only thing that's on my router that's hardwired in is my printer. Because it's, it's an older LaserJet printer, but it still prints. It has a network jack on it. It just plugs directly into my router, but I can print wirelessly from anything. Yep. So it's uh, it's funny talking about the the Roomba and that too. I I'm shopping for a new lawn tractor because I blew mine up last year, <laughs> and one of the sites I was on sells a lot had Roomba style uh, mowers mowers, but they were twelve hundred dollars a piece. Uh, I didn't look to see what. The battery life was and what kind of yard is recommended because like i said again mine's a half acre i don't think it's going to do very well in that side yard a small yard oh, typical home yard uh, maybe but yeah twelve hundred dollars you see way out in the corner there a little tiny just like little tiny just disc barely moving through your yard uh-huh. one yeah four days later my yard nice thing is, is i can sit on my deck and watch it the entire time not have to actually do any work but that technology is coming more. I say Brian with their with his his mop, yep. uh, the the smart mop or what the things like all that. Your watches. Yep. I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff like Fitbits that you know record your movement. Like, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff that connect to routers and, now. And the push toward toward more things with that. Uh, I know a lot of companies are pushing, even giving you either Fitbits or a smartwatch to do their exercise program, and then you start getting discounts on insurance or, or bonuses or other things. So the, the smart devices are everywhere. My, uh, my watch connects up to my wireless at home or wherever I go. So 
if if you have a large amount of devices and you see things running slow, look at that router. That is that is the pivotal piece yep. of of anything else. And um, again, check the. You may think, oh, it's only a year or two old, but you actually look up the model and it's like six or seven. It doesn't always click with you to realize how long yeah. you've had a. P- when a you piece bought of it, doesn't mean it was brand new then. Yes, like it could be, but you just got to do your research on it. We see models come out all the time now but even a handful of years ago it was every six months or or so you sometimes with depending on what the technology is isn't always a here comes another one two days later kind of thing yeah. and and each one's different and I, like i said with the amount of streaming we're doing at home the new routers are designed to handle all that traffic and they you can choose what things you want prioritized if you're a gamer you can go in and actually prioritize gaming traffic yep. over other things so the 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 new and again i'm familiar with the nighthawk ones a lot of the other manufacturers do the same thing it just look read the reviews go to amazon go to different places and look at the reviews the negative reviews start there that's where i start that's always where i start and we've talked about that before is is a lot of them and i was reviewing something the other day that i'm looking at buying a lot of the reviews were people miss either misread or misunderstood what it was going to do or how it was going to work yeah. it was more of user error than this product sucks yeah. so if you want to come see me today at 1832 stevenson drive in springfield i'll be there till 6 p.m we have our 832 south main street in jacksonville our 123 west main cross in taylorville our website blhcomputers.com or our twitter or our facebook Thank see you, you back much. next saturday